Welcome back to the Drop Culture Podcast. I'm your host, October the Guide. Today I'm here with special guest Poncho. What's up, man? How you doing? What's up? How's it going? Not too bad. All right, man. How you been? So what's been going on? I've uh, just been working on this album. Uh, I've been dedicating a lot of time to it. Um, but other than that, just, you know, the usual daily shit, just hitting the gym, uh, sleeping in. <laughs> I've been on album mode, I guess. Yeah. So is this going to be your first solo album? Because uh, if y'all don't know, you've been working with the boy Fat Dolsk and a few other people. Yes, sir. Yeah, this will yeah, this will be my first uh, solo album, which... Uh, is going to be really special to me uh, because, you know, while it was like insanely fun to make uh, that collab album, you know, making a solo album is definitely uh, a whole new beast and that I got to tackle. So it's been fun. Yeah. What's that been like, you know, cause like you are kind of on your own for the most part and it's mm-hmm. like, you're not necessarily working directly with somebody. So what's the, how's that been different for you? It's bro, it's been a lot of just listening to demos and rolling around my town. Like straight up, I've been just uh having late night studio sessions and then I'll uh I'll get out after I think I made something decent and it'll be like 2 a.m. and I'll just, you know, drive around and if it matches the vibe, I uh then I'm going to choose. This next album is going to be kind of like a nighttime vibe album, I suppose, you know, a lot of uh songs in the minor key on the album yeah i noticed that about a lot of your a lot of your work it's very mellow it's almost like mm-hmm. it's almost like lo-fi at sometimes yeah yeah i do yeah i do take a lot of inspiration i used to listen to a lot of lo-fi beats back <laughs> in like i don't know like middle school maybe so that's probably i'm probably subconsciously you know taking inspiration from that yeah yeah so like you mostly work as a producer right Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went from producing to rapping now, or I guess you call it sing, rapping, whatever. Yeah, because that's what I was going to ask you, because I was listening to a lot of like the songs you put out, and I'm like, I don't know what, what style this really is, mm-hmm. so what do you classify that as? Uh, I listen to a lot of contemporary R&B. I wouldn't say I'm, I am contemporary R&B, but uh, you know, I use a lot of hip-hop drums in, uh, my, in my tracks, so like, it'd obviously be classified as hip-hop and rap on string but uh you know a lot of r&b influence so if anything like kind of like a a merge of uh you know hip-hop and r&b i'd say where'd that uh where'd that love of like contemporary r&b come from that's just something you're like you found it one day it's like man uh, i've been into this i've been into uh r&b for a while man i've i listened to a lot of frank ocean um you know even uh mary j you know i listen to a lot of even like og r&b uh legends and it's something that i really do appreciate because it's just like laid back production you know straight melodies for days that's kind of where i take a lot of my inspiration from so i'd say like yeah frank ocean um those types of people you know even even maybe even brock hampton i like a lot of brock hampton stuff yeah, man, I'm, I'm messed with Brockhampton. You see they're, like, uh, breaking up or whatever? Uh, bro, I was so upset about that, man. Don't even get me started. I saw that. I was like, man, they're fucking done? Like, after Coachella? Yeah, no, nah, definitely didn't some, wasn't something I wanted to see. Yeah, man, real blindside. I was really disappointed. 
they have so many good projects but yeah oh when you're putting together like your beat right when you're like just going like mm -hmm. classic r&b style what what are you looking for what are you looking for, for you, with your sound just something that'll move me bro it's it's really not like you know i don't have any like standard i set for uh samples that i look at and i look at mostly samples now because i used to be the type of producer that'll lay down every single sound like i would i would I would get it into the synthesizer stuff. I actually used to make EDM before uh, I made hip hop, but we can talk about that later. Um, but yeah, I would I would get into the synth production and stuff like that. And uh, but now I'm kind of just looking at samples because I realized I was putting in a lot of work with like little to no return at, in the beginning. Uh, and I just I just decided I had to like you know put the best use of my time and looking at samples that are uh non-copyright and are on splice and um you know platforms that are supposed to be for that i've been i've just found it way more useful and i've been doing it for like around a year now i mean occasionally i'll uh, you know lay some stuff down with the sample you know i still want to executive produce and yeah. do all that and you know at least not have it lifeless without anything on there but yeah um i uh i just i just it's really just a, a sample that moves me and i'll choose it really <laughs> all right man so what made you want to do edm music because like for me i hear edm music that's just like a no that's like i can't yeah. do it uh-huh nah and that's that's i i kind of feel that way now i mean it's not really I can't do it, but it's just really not something I listen to. It's like overstimulating now. It's just like, nah, it's like yeah. a lot's going on. But I guess back when I was this like fucking kid with energy, like I straight up just <laughs> loved EDM, bro. And I, I, I was, my brain was a fucking sponge back then, bro. I was listening to like tons of EDM. I was listening to like Kendrick, <laughs> like mowing my lawn, you know? So yeah, I was, I, the original uh inspiration from edm is like people like tiesto and uh even daft punk i like a lot of daft punk shit but yeah that's that's where i kind of when i when i decided that i wanted to make edm when i was listening to people like that when you're making music like you know everybody's kind of got a sound that they kind of stick to but how do you like try and branch out and still try to bring something different with every track uh i just i just be myself bro um you know a lot of the a lot of the time when people are making music bro um you know say for the people who decide not to uh stand out and are kind of uh resembling a a newer sound i guess i'm not gonna say any names but you know there's artists like that nah, that go for it very now nah, i don't need to i don't need to but you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about though <laughs> Like just yeah. very generic artists, and it is what it is. They're doing their thing, right? But you know, I don't, I don't. I'm kind of at the point where I don't let outside opinions really affect like what I'm doing, bro. Like I'm, I'm, I don't do anything that I don't feel feel. You know, like when I'm making yeah. my when I'm like making my stuff now. So if there's like this this weird ass like flow, I'm gonna keep it just because I like it, and eventually it'll grow on people because I have faith that it will um even with songs like therapy on my last album like that was uh kind of new i hadn't really experimented with like really slow bpms yet so but i was just doing choppy fast flows on it yeah 
song you think you're the proudest of? Like, you look at it, it's like, man, this is like my whole heart and soul, and this is like the best thing I've created. Uh, right now it's unreleased, but for out for songs that are out, I don't know. Out of me was pretty good. Out of me was like an energy booster song. Um, and that wasn't even really hip hop. That was like hip house rap pop. Like, but if I if I were to decide, probably the, the song that's out, Porsche's Dollars Chains. I'd say that's like my favorite out of the ones I have. Uh, or actually, nah, feeling feeling for sure. Think what do you think inspires you? And I know that's like a real generic question, uh -huh. but it's like you know it, it is interesting. Me? uh swerving through my town um working out uh because i used to find inspiration from other people but yeah now that i'm like doing everything myself you know i'm i'm working on my own music i know how to master it i know how to engineer it. i know i basically like can do everything myself by this point so i gotta you know i gotta work on me and i gotta you know i feel inspired when i hit the gym and I'm sweaty as fuck leaving it and then I'm ready to make music just because my, you know, my blood's rushing and shit. I guess that's what has been inspiring me a lot recently. But also seeing like new talent develop, like people like Smino and Saba turn into bigger artists. It that inspires me a lot too. I love Saba. That's see, that's that's like he's got my favorite album right there. Take care. That's like top ten. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Care for me so good, bro love that album i this next album takes a lot of inspiration from that album you take a lot of inspiration from it and still try and not like make it seem like you're trying to copy them you know like because i feel Say like a again. lot of people do that like so when you're trying to take inspiration from it how do you make sure you're still putting your own twist on it because i always have the baseline thought of i gotta be myself i gotta be myself i can't like you know you can tell when somebody's trying to be somebody you know um and that's just like i always got to remind myself I, i'm me i got to be confident with who i am i gotta you know i can't just straight up rip whatever somebody has going on and just like use it or anything like that i gotta do it in my own creative way and i've, I've never really had much of a problem with that because bro I, I get inspired like very easily right so like i'll hear something and i'll but like i'll just make something uh just out of out of nowhere in like 30 minutes like i'll have like a a rough demo already completed um but you know songs like therapy that song's inspired by jungle by drake um and it doesn't even really sound like the song but the the similarity is the slowness aspect of it um so you know that's kind of like i guess the level to which i uh you know, take inspiration from all like do the same tempo as this artist or I'll have I'll have it in the same key, maybe, you know, but I'll never uh, bite too hard because I, I know where that line is. That's, that's interesting because like you have a very like unique sound kind of just started making music last year. So how did you like build up so quick? So I've actually been making music in general for seven years. I've been like, you know, I, okay. I downloaded FL Studio seven years ago, back when I was in, I believe, uh, eighth grade or something like that. And this was when I had just moved to Topeka, Kansas from Baltimore. And 
Uh, this is when I also started making EDM. Uh, and I also like I also did some hip hop stuff. I also was starting. I was kind of doing both at the same time, but just focusing more on EDM uh, because I had like a launch pad and shit. I had the I had all the hardware and stuff, so I was messing around with it. But um, so wait, hold up. What was the question again? Just so how'd I can you like? <laughs> yeah, like how'd you like blow up so quick? Because it really just came out of nowhere. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, so it took four years of trying a bunch of different things and it not working and then i uh created a gaming youtube channel or like not a gaming youtube channel but like a a commentary youtube channel where i would just talk about random shit that's uh you know really whatever i find goofy on the internet or interesting and um i i i, I it, the channel ended up being successful which ended up making me a decent amount of money. So I've been uh, just focusing on, uh, you know, Instagram ads, Facebook ads, Spotify playlisting. A lot of the reli reliability is from uh, my Instagram following and my Discord. Um, that's kind of where I promote all my music because, you know, while I could post a whole video about, hey, I'm making music, blah, 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 check out all this. You know, it's a whole it's a whole different audience, you know. Um, so I don't really want to be classified as like uh, that guy that went from commentary and decided to shit out his music on his his profile. So there's definitely people like that, and it's like it's kind of annoying because it's just like man, yeah. I what I was you can't force people, bro, and the people ain't stupid either. Like you, they yeah. can tell. Yeah, so that's why I'm trying to like keep it low key, like separated. Uh, even though it is the same name, you know, but that is my name. So like at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Uh, but yeah, um, that's kind of how I started getting things rolling. I figured out how to do things the right way. And in 2022, or at the time in 2021, bro, like it, there's so many different ways you can get on, but the the path to get to those places is kind of like invisible you know you kind of yeah. it's it's more just like trial and error and figuring things out um and i had spent that four or five years you know figuring that out and then i had the youtube channel so things kind of just came together and uh you know now we're now we're focused on just straight drops you know and making good shit because you know it's all it's really what i've always wanted to do just dedicate myself to something like the what's like the audience crossover like because you know you got your diehard fans who are going to listen to it because they like you mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. and what's it like getting like new people in with that uh so on my on my youtube i took all i took the instagram link out of every single description so i don't gain any instagram well i might gain instagram followers from my youtube still but not nearly to the speed i was you know so I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, all right, I figured YouTube out and I'm kind of just slowly letting that die out slowly because I'm fine. Like financially, I'm about to move to Atlanta, probably even work a job there just to keep myself busy. But, um, you know, I'm finally at the point where I can uh, make this all happen, you know Like worried about that, though, like, man, if I drop this thing that's been working. It just like what if this music thing just doesn't catch on though uh 
it's it's yeah no those are thoughts that come up in uh anybody's head who's going into this but um you know even even getting big on youtube taught me a lot and it was to uh trust the process bro um and you go you know you got to focus on the principles that are going to get you to where you want to be at like with with music i got to keep it real I, i i don't have a single cap in my lyrics yet i'm not trying to put on a front i'm not trying to you know, and basically when I, what I'm trying to say when I say this type of stuff is I know the principles of what, you know, people kind of look for in an artist and, um, you know, and it it really is just a trusting thing. I trust that this will all work out eventually because, uh, first of all, the bar for talent is pretty damn fucking low in 2022. (laughs) Uh, and I have people I'm connecting with that are, uh, not really, gatekeepers but damn near um so i'm just trying to you know figure my way out and make this all work out it really is just kind of a trusting thing what's making you want to go down to atlanta uh i got i got a lot of people down there that i'm cool with and uh also do the same stuff yeah the atlanta music scene though that's like it's impenetrable at this point because everybody Say wants again? to rap like the Atlanta music scene is like kind of impenetrable because everyone wants to rap, wants to do music yeah. down in Atlanta. Yeah, true, but um, you know that doesn't mean the gates still closed though. There's still like tons. Atlanta's kind of like the hot spot right now. I'd say for the last five years, maybe in Chicago as well. Um, and there's still people popping off. Hella in atlanta and chicago but the 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 main thing to keep in mind though is that um there's two types of popping off there's a a push with a label and then there's a pop-off on a social media on youtube or spotify or anything and that's all algorithmically determined like pretty much the algorithm determines what you know hits the system and it's based on a bunch of different things like how many likes the song has, how many how many people listened to it all the way through and keep listening to it. And, you know, uh, at, the, at the same time, like, it doesn't really matter, I guess, nowadays where you really pop off because the internet exists. Um, but that, yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying, though. Like, there's tons of people trying to rap in Atlanta right now. Um, but you know when uh it, it's a saturated market and it's all about um trying to find the word for i guess yeah i don't even know <laughs> i don't even know what word i was trying to find but okay. it's saturated for sure yeah if i'm picking atlanta or chicago i'm, I'm definitely going to atlanta too i'm not actually in chicago for nothing a lot of different sounds in atlanta too like yeah. It's, it's it's close to a lot of areas you know so r&b especially in atlanta it's a it's got that southern vibe still so it's still 100 percent popping off yeah 100%. what about like label push you aren't like you want to sign to a label right say it again Signed to a label am i signed to a label is that what you're asking Nah, i'm not signed to a label but uh your mic's cutting just a little bit and I'll check that out real quick. It should be straight. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not signed to a label. I don't think I will for a minute. Hey. 
you're you're still cutting out in my bed. I'm just hearing like little yeah. bits and pieces or sentences. I gotta make a note real quick. Edit this out. Nineteen. Hold on. That's my bad, boss. No worries, bro. It sounded better? Yep. All right, all right. 22. All right. Three, two, one. All right. So you ain't signed to a label? No, nah, I'm not signed to a label. What, made, what makes you not want to go with a label? Uh, Right now... Well, right now I'm not ready. Um, first of all, you know I don't even have a song with a million yet, and that's something that that's kind of like the baseline level you should be at if you're if you want to go label shopping. And that's not always, you know. There's some people that just get scooped because they have relations or whatnot. But um, I'm definitely not ready to sign a deal uh, because I'm not even in the position to where I'm making uh, a decent amount off uh, music. I'm making uh a bit, but not a crazy amount to where I should be focusing on like big, big, big businesses decisions like that. You know? Yeah. I see a lot of like smaller artists trying to create their own labels. I think that's uh -huh. like a good idea, but yeah. I think there's it also oversaturates that market quite a bit when everyone has their own little independent organization and they're getting yeah. all their homies signed, but they can't provide anything for them. Yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, there's some independent labels that end up working out just because they're smart and they have the right resources, but that's exactly what you need if you expect to, you know, last. You got to have the resources and the and the business sauce and all that shit. So, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm not even like doing a label thing. I'm just completely independent. I'm just dropping my shit under Poncho. Um yeah. You think doing that gives you a little more creative freedom as well? Oh yeah, totally, bro. Like, um, even with label deals, like sometimes they'll let you have a lot of creative freedom, but all I got to go to like now pretty much, I don't need, I don't need to show my music to anybody and be like, Hey, can I upload this? You know? Cause that's yeah. sometimes, uh, the case with, uh, being signed to a deal. Not saying that that's a bad thing. You know, advice is always good from, uh, somebody in a label. But yeah, I, I, it's just not really for me yet. <laughs> I'm glad that I can just, you know, make my shit bumping in the car and decide if I want it to be up or not. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, one of my homies, he's got it. He's got his label going and it's like, mm -hmm. he's doing pretty well. He's got quite a few people with it. It's also yeah. like, salute. in terms of, huh? I said salute. Yeah. But in terms of like recognition with that though. Mm hmm. It's hard to like maintain that and maintain like a presence as like a company. Yeah, hundred percent. So where do you when was the album coming out? Oh, uh, I don't have a date yet, but I have. I, I'm definitely planning on uh, late March or April. That's definitely when it's going to be out. Springtime going into summer. Not exactly okay. summer, but you know, a month or two before. How many? How many tracks are you gonna have on it? I'm thinking twelve to thirteen. Okay, so you got any, all like right. Forty minutes. All right. So in terms of features, when you're putting together a project, 
how do you how do you decide if you want to feature on a song or not? You like reach out to the person first, or you're just like, man, this song's just missing something. Let me get this person on, try and try and light it. Yeah, up. that's that's the case a lot of the time. Like I just don't. I'm at a wall by the second verse, and I'm like, all right, I need somebody to fill this. Like, and I usually just think who would sound good on this that I know, and I hit them up, and then they do a verse. That's kind of how it was with uh, "Keep Quiet" with uh, Killbunk on the album. I listened to this beat I made. And uh, I showed my buddy, I showed Dolsk, I think, originally. And he said he liked it. But then I sent it to Killbunk first because I was like, yo, do a, do a little chorus on this. Um, but that, that, I guess, was a different scenario because I executive, uh, I, I produced that song. I wasn't even rapping on it. I just uh, produced the whole entire thing. But, you know, when I'm making a demo where I'm rapping and I, I hit a wall, then, yeah, I'll just hit up one of my homies yeah so what style of rap do you think you find yourself in the most because some people are like sad rap or it's just like uh some like punk rap i got a lot of respect for like sad rap but it just it just it's not what i bump bro like i'm kind of past that point in my life and if it's sad rap it's like actually like deep shit you know the lyrics have a lot of depth it's like serious rather than sad uh and you know i'm talking about like kendrick album songs you know uh Stuff like that, but I guess I fall my I fall in uh, I don't know I kind I kind of like the backpacker lane back when like people like Mac were popping off, yeah. um, but I'm not sure I'm exactly really even in there because a lot of my songs have uh, some trap stuff in it. Um, I I truly don't even know how to answer that question honestly. I'm trying to find the word, but. <laughs> i'm thinking about uh, it i'm thinking like you you know a bedroom pop is right you know what that is oh yeah yeah, yeah. i love bedroom it's pop. like yeah that's, yeah that's kind of the vibe but it's more like yeah it's like more trap based so it's like bedroom uh-huh. trap yeah yeah oh that sounds cool <laughs> creating new styles man you gotta you gotta copyright that one or something write that one down and bro that's value that's value right there like people you know we we talked earlier about people not branching out and sounding like other people you know if in this game or in this industry bro if you stand out at least a little bit you know you're doing something a little bit different that's value when it comes to the point where you're actually getting numbers and you're on your way and you don't even know what the ceiling is because you're different you know is that is that kind of the vibe you want to go for like that's kind of your goal you don't have for sure the next album Yeah, like I guess with this album that I had out, it like it gave off that bedroom R&B trap cloud. I mean, I guess now to answer your last question, I guess cloud trap would be the best way to describe it, but not like not like the typical cloud trap you hear, like uh, like bones and all of them. Like I'm talking about like you know the same drums, but just a little bit brighter melodies. Um. What you that's want, man, you don't want to be able to classify what you're doing. That, that that's how you know it's different. You're like, man, I don't even know what this is. Uh, no, truly, I'm stuff. I was I was struggling a little bit earlier. I didn't even know. But that's the closest I'd say uh to me. And you know, it even feels weird saying cloud trap artist, but yeah, I don't I don't I don't know a lot of people who call themselves like a cloud trap artist. I think it's just yeah, kind of like I'll rap sometimes. A hundred percent, yeah. I'm just in this bitch fucking delivering flows on a beat that i made yeah that's 
call yourself a rapper just be like uh a flow connoisseur yeah because you can even look at people like smino bro and like is he a rapper is he a r&b singer like yeah truly like he has some crazy melodies with the r&b stuff and he also has like ridiculous flows that'll deliver so you know so you said there's not really like a ceiling for you but like after this album you want to come after that you're trying to like go do shows trying to tour a hundred percent um so after this after this album i'm gonna be in atlanta uh and i have a few people down there that even like perform i have homies that perform down there and that are uh decently connected to where they can get me on a stage um so that's definitely the plan yeah for sure uh because it'll be my first you know solo album so gotta gotta start somewhere start doing shows um it'll definitely be a character builder for sure because you know i'm not even really too experienced on a stage i'm not like you know shy or anything i can i can i can perform if uh you know i got a little juice in my system even but yeah it'll definitely be a character builder for sure um to start hitting stages and picking up on the crowd's vibes and everything but yeah that's definitely the plan it's always interesting to see how an artist interacts with their audience too like in Mm -hmm. person because sometimes it's real weird yeah (laughs) it's like i don't know i don't know how you're gonna how how you're gonna do songs like that live because like a lot of people like if it's not like a hype song it's just like Uh i don't know what the crowd's supposed to do with that yeah yeah and that's that's another thing bro that's another thing that i try to keep in mind with my music it's got to have a bounce a bounce it's important bro i i i will never underestimate the importance of a fucking bounce bro because i realized you know there's been moments in in my in in my career where i've started out or started to try to pinpoint like what I like about certain songs and like the similarities with other songs I like. And one thing I've noticed is a bounce, bro. I love, I love a good bounce. So, and you know, a crowd loves a good bounce. That's what it's the point of the fucking crowd, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I try to have, yeah, sorry. I just segue into that whole talking about bouncing, but yeah, mm-hmm. it caught my attention. Got to have a bounce. Like, man, nobody was trying to go to a concert and just like, ah, that's why and, i never understand you, frank ocean concerts it's like what do you do and you know listen though like with with r&b singers who are actually good bro they can get like you know a crowd like waving their hands left and right and shit but it has to be executed correctly right and yeah, it, yeah there's two different sides hype and then uh you know chill and you can't be in between because it's weird i feel like you know and this is only with a like a a concert environment you know um i just i just can't see myself performing some like you know interlude (laughs) on i hope not in a way (laughs) unless it gets like suggested by somebody then it's like a different story because like you know you're engaging with the crowd but yeah nah on my own nah I'm performing bangers live. Hey man, so what you been listening to recently? Lots of uh lots of Smino, a little bit of SZA. Um shit, 2011 Drake, uh Frank Ocean. Yeah. I liked uh, Don FM by the weekend. That was a cool cool album. It's a I great know. album, bro. I love that album. Yeah. I th- I think like cool is the best way to describe it in my opinion. Like it I thought After Hours was like, you know, a little bit 
Don FM was kind of like after I was on crack, in my opinion. He just went full yeah. 80s. So, like, I definitely respect it for what it is. I think cool is like the best way to describe it, in my opinion. Um, yeah, that album was great. Just random stuff like that, bro. A little bit of Jack Harlow, uh, ASAP, Zach Fox. I've never heard anyone admit that they listen to Zach Fox as like something they've been listening to. Come recently. on now, bro. Zach Fox hard. Quit bro, I like Zach, Zach Fox. Fox. I don't tell people that though. That's not I know. information I like offer up. Nah, I think to, he's getting to the point where it's okay to bump Zach Fox with the hose, bro. Because he has songs like, bro, he's got some songs with like some hard bars now, bro. Like, not that it, it, they were never hard, but they were weird, you know? Very but weird. Still at weird. First. What do you mean? But they ain't that weird anymore. Like he's he's like getting to the point where he's like you know like f- fuck around and find out, you know. And Bane. Yeah, I'm still I'm still bumping. Jesus is the one. That's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Can't believe he predicted fucking Betty White, bro. That shit was crazy. R.I.P. R.I.P. Betty White. <laughs> crazy man. Sorry, man. You really just blindsided me with that Zach Fox when I just wasn't ready. Hell yeah, Zach Fox. Mac Miller, too, of course. And Jay-Z. Bro, listen to everybody. Outcast. See, that's what Drop we like to hear. West. That's like that's what we love over here at the Drop Culture Podcast. You bump an outcast, you're cool with this. You're in. Because, yeah, bro, like, I'm going into hip-hop, bro. I got to know, like, you know, I feel like looking at all these new people popping off how i've started to notice that the people that you know kind of rep a little bit older sound are having like like Yeah. some old and you know if you if you can let people know your hip-hop knowledge just li- based on them listening to your albums bro i feel like it sticks harder like i, I feel yeah. like yeah so that's yeah i of course bro i i love to listen to 90s shit i feel like it was executed better back then and that's not to say that overall they had like better songs but they were realer that yeah. they were real in my opinion but yeah, bro. Uh, yeah, you definitely, definitely right. love my, definitely love my conscious hip hop. Sure, man. All right, man. Where can we find you at? Uh, just like my socials and everything. Yeah. Um, you can find me on uh, Spotify with just Poncho. I think I'm like the third result under two Mexican singers. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at Poncho WT. P-A-N-C-H-O-W-T, not Poncho, P-O-N-C-H-O. It's Poncho, P-A-N-C-H-O. So, uh, And you can find me on SoundCloud.com slash Fuck Poncho. And uh, yeah, those are all the really socials I care about. Just Spotify, Instagram, and SoundCloud. All right. I'm October the God, and this is the Drop Culture Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at the Drop Culture Podcast. And remember to do it for the culture. Yes.